Israel is a land of diverse cultures, religions, foods, music and people. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he explores the devout and divine, the off the wall and outrageous and everything in between. Right here on 101.9 High FM. And looking at a leadership fellow, leadership fellowship program on social change, uh, which is all about young Jews from around the world, um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, people who are, you know, wanting to do things and learn things, uh, just, you know, being out there and engaging and, and making Israel a better place and, uh, and some great opportunities. And, uh, the, the people that we're speaking to, uh, is the Yale Social Change Fellowship, which is a nine month service based fellowship for young adults passionate about social change. Uh, and they work in all sorts of sectors in the community. And, uh, in order to, to, uh, to talk about it, we have on the line, uh, a, a member of the team there. Uh, she's the executive director, Dana Talmi, and uh, she is speaking to us all the way from Israel. Dana, welcome to the New Blue Review. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for hosting me. So, uh, first of all, uh, give us a bit of your background, because you have a really interesting uh, sort of story in terms of Jewish service uh, in America, in Israel, uh, in all sorts of places. How did you get into doing this kind of work? Sure. So I was, um, I'll start and say that I'm Israeli, but not only Israeli. I was uh, born in England, lived there for a year, ten, then lived for 10 years in Holland. My parents are Israeli musicians, so we moved around a lot. Uh, but I mostly grew up in Israel. Uh, when I was in my 20s, I, like most Israelis, right, post-army, I did a lot of traveling and did a lot of volunteering and saw the beautiful sides of that and also saw sometimes the dangerous sides of volunteering. Uh, but um, I actually ended up moving to the States and started working for an organization called American Jewish World Service. I don't know if people in South Africa are familiar with it, but it's a Jewish organization that uh, works kind of from the core values of tikkun olam and works in the developing world. Um, and I started there as an educator. And what we would do is that we would take uh, college students, American Jewish college students. Um, during my time, we would take them to Central America and we would do service projects. And that's the first time that I was exposed to this methodology, which in the U.S. is refers to as service learning, um, which in some ways it's kind of going a little bit beyond volunteering because there's a, a whole lot of depth um, in terms of learning and education that goes hands in hand with the volunteer work. Uh, we were in uh, rural villages in Honduras that didn't, didn't have electricity and didn't have water, and together with the local community we built potable water systems. And that to me was really eye-opening. I thought it was done really, really well, really responsibly, and I loved how it both moved the community where it needed to go and also moved, um, you know, the young adults, both Jewishly and ethically and in terms of their leadership. So that's how I got kind of connected to this whole world um, and then thought it would make a lot of sense to bring it to Israel as well. So you, you started this initiative, uh, which is called Yael, and uh, it does a, a variety of things, but, but perhaps the one that uh, we're sort of focusing on uh, today is this fellowship uh, where young people can come to Israel uh, and, and get involved. So, so what sort of stuff do, do they do and, and, and how do they get involved? Sure. So first of all, it's called Yahel, 
And it's, um, and it's actually, um, in Hebrew, it's an acronym for initiative service learning. And you're absolutely right that kind of the main program that we do or our flagship program is a nine month fellowship. Although we also do a lot of other stuff. We do shorter programs for teens and for college students. We just had 300 people coming to Israel, um, this past summer and doing all kinds of different programs. In terms of the fellowship, so it's post college. So these are young people ages 22 and 28. In some ways, it's, I would say, either, it depends on how you look at it. It either flips birthright on its head or, you know, taglit or is, is an addition to it in the sense that it's very non-touristy. Uh, we have fellows placed in two cities. One is the city of Lod and the other in Rishon Etzion. Um, and particularly Lod, it's kind, it's usually not on the tourist agenda, right? Like it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a challenging city. It's an amazing city, I think also, but it's, it's completely a microcosm of Israeli society with all of its beauty and all of its complexity. So in Lod, we work a lot with the Arab population and also with all other populations. In Rishon, we have a bit more of a focus on working with Ethiopian Israeli population. And our fellows do a combination of two things. One is they do service work. They work for about 30 hours a week. They are in schools. They are in community centers. They work with the elderly. They work with a lot of nonprofits that do work on many, many different issues. And then they also do a lot of very in-depth learning about Israel, about Israeli society, about all of its challenges, about the change makers that are working in Israel to, you know, to improve it. They also learn Hebrew and they learn Arabic and they get a lot of training on how to do the different service work that they do. So I'd say they probably spend between 10 and 15 hours a week uh, learning. We're talking today to Dana Talmi. Uh, she is from Yehel, and uh, we're talking about their service learning year in Israel for young people. And if you have any questions, please let us know. You can SMS us on 34519, or you can telegram us on 061-895-1019, email us on air at or tweet us at chaifem. We'd be happy to uh, take any questions that you might have. Now, Dana, one of the interesting things which you alluded to is that it's not a one-way process. You're not just arriving there to help out a, a population, whoever that might be. There's also a, a question of identity building uh, and learning about the place, Israel. And, uh, you know, I think that that's become an important part of, of these sorts of programs in the last few years, that people come out of it uh, themselves uh, a different. So how do you integrate that? And is there also a Jewish component uh, as opposed to just an Israeli component? Um, so I'll combine both of your questions. I, definitely there is a Jewish component. Um, I think a, a big piece of doing this kind of work is thinking about the ethics behind it, right? Uh, volunteering is, is a delicate thing. You can come with the best intentions and sometimes don't know what the consequences are of your work. Uh, in all kinds of different ways, right? If you're coming to a community that you don't know, you don't know their cultural norms, you don't know their real needs, you can help, you can try and help, but you can actually create damage. Um, and so a lot of what we look at is how do we do this work responsibly? And then in that sense, we also look at, you know, how does Judaism look at that? How does Judaism define our obligation to the other? How does Judaism define the other? Who, who should we help, right? And how, and to what extent, and how much of ourselves should we be giving to people who have needs that we don't? So there's, um, we actually do a course with a, an, an incredible educator named Rabbi Levi Lauer, and he delves very deeply into the ethics um, of Jewish service. 
Um, and I would say more than that of how to be a mensch in the world um, and what what that means. And then, you know, in addition to, to that learning, there's a lot of learning about the context of where they're working. So, for example, if we work with Ethiopian Israeli population, you need to understand their history and their heritage and their culture and their background and their strengths and their challenges. You can't just, you know, plop in there and start doing the work. And it's fascinating and it's so interesting. So we spend a lot of time uh, meeting. It's, it's, you know, people sometimes laugh and they say that the folks that are on our fellowship, they sometimes know more about certain uh, Israeli communities than many veteran Israelis do. Uh, so we would meet with religious leaders and with activists, and, you know, we would really kind of delve very deeply into understanding that community. Um, as I said before, we also do a lot of training. If you're coming and doing volunteering, and let's say a piece of what they do for sure is teaching English, well, you got to know how to do that. How do you work, and you're, and you know, and you're not a professional English teacher, so... How do you help in schools with English, um, particularly English as a second language? How do you work with the nonprofits? We do, our fellows are often interning with a lot of different nonprofits. I'll give you an example. They work with, um, 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 Fidel, which is an organization that works with Ethiopian children and helps them integrate into society. They do a lot of resource development work and media work. And so we give them tools on how to do that work the best that they can. Absolutely fascinating stuff. Talking about social change in Israel today on 101.9 KFM. We'll take a short break. We'll be back just after this. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. You're back with 101.9 Chai FM. We're talking about doing service in Israel today and uh, doing it responsibly and ethically and learning about yourself as well uh, so that uh, we create the next generation of uh, Jewish volunteers and uh, community workers. And we're speaking to Dana Talmi today, uh, who is the executive director of the project. Dana, who are the kinds of people who are being attracted to this course? What are like the requirements if, if someone wants to, to come and be part of, of your work? Great question. Um, so I'd say we get people from coming from, first of all, from all over the world. There's a lot from the United States, but we're getting also from Australia and Europe. We even had a, a Jewish fellow from India uh, this past year. Not everyone on our program is Jewish, although the majority are. Um, and people come for a variety of different reasons. I would say some come because they've been to Israel many times and they want to have that feeling of giving back and doing more. And they're looking for a meaningful way to do that. I'd say there's also a good number of people, uh, frankly, who are grappling with their relationship with Israel. Maybe these are people who are social active, kind of, or socially active or, um, you know, activists in their home countries and are grappling with what it means in terms of uh, the situation in, in Israel right now, might not have found the right door through which to engage with Israel. And this is interesting. This is compelling to them because it's not kind of a touristy engagement with Israel, but it's more a, you know, roll up your sleeves and come see what it is and then do something about it. Um, we also have people who want to have a career in social work or public policy or even law and, and uh, you know, medicine and know that a year like this abroad will be really good for their resume. And so they're coming and doing resume building, but also doing good. So really people come for, from a variety of places and a variety of, of reasons. And what we are looking for in fellows, because it is a competitive fellowship, we have limited spots. 
Um, so we are really looking for people who, first and foremost, I mentioned that word before, are mensches, people who really want to come and do do good and do good work. We're also really looking for people who are open-minded. And this is not necessarily, a, you know, it's not nine months of, of, a, of a cruise. It's not easy all the time. It's hard work. So we're looking for people who are ready to do that hard work and are open-minded and ready to grow and to learn and have leadership uh, qualities that, you know, that we hope will kind of just be enhanced throughout the fellowship. Now, I see that, uh, you know, one of the great things in the Jewish world that's been built over, I suppose, the last decade is the ability for young people to be supported uh, in the work that they want to do in, in terms of the space, particularly uh, on the financial side. I see you guys partner with groups like Masa, who are active, I know, in this community. Uh, does that help uh, with allowing people to be involved with the program? And uh, how does the application and the cost process work? Sure. So it's actually, uh, I think, a very, very affordable program. For nine months, if people are eligible for a Massa grant, then they only pay a thousand U.S. dollars. That's it for the whole nine months. That covers their housing in Israel, um, in fully equipped apartment that gives them actually a living stipend um, and everything else, all of the tours and, and insurance, everything is included and all it costs is $1,000. We make that happen because we do a lot of fundraising. You mentioned Massa, they are one of our funders. We actually have municipalities that are invested in our program, so both the municipality of Rishon and Lod invest in our fellows because they see it as a valuable resource for their cities. And then we have a lot of other private donors and Jewish foundations that also invest in the program. Um, for that reason, this is, it's, you know, we have 20 spots each year at this point because it's really, it is for us, obviously it costs a lot more. Um, but it also means that when people come and they're 23, 24 and, you know, and they, they need to be able to sustain themselves for nine months, it's completely covered. I mean, that's insane. A thousand dollars for the whole time. You, you can't rent in Tel Aviv for a month for that. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, tell me about it. I do all the fundraising behind the scenes. But, you know, we really, really believe in this. We have right now about 500 alumni, not not only from the fellowship, but from all of our different programs. We deeply believe that people need to have the experience of, you know, of doing this kind of work with Israel. They need to be able to see Israel for all, you know, all of its sides. Um, and have a different connection to Israel. And we believe that this is worth the investment because these are the future leaders of the Jewish community. So what are the other requirements if people want to apply? What are the timelines like? Uh, do you have to be a certain age, for example? Yeah, so it's 22 to 28. Um, and that's the, the age. What we prefer for people to have a college degree, a university degree, although, you know, sometimes we make exceptions if we feel that someone is really exceptional, they've done other stuff with their life. Uh, the application p- process is pretty simple. It's, we have an application that's filled up, uh, filled out on our, uh, website and then we do an interview. We also ask to speak to references. We do due diligence. So we do, we do a lot of checking and making sure that it's a right fit. Um, we start receiving applications for the fellowship already in kind of October, November for the following year. The, the fellowship starts in the fall. So this coming program starts 
October 2nd. We actually still have one or two spots available. We're almost completely full. But if there are still people from South Africa who are interested, um, we would love to have them. We've never had fellows before from South Africa, so we're very excited about that opportunity. Um, yeah, and then it's on a rolling basis. So we just, you know, continuously throughout the year accept or reject people. That's an absolutely amazing opportunity, and you can go uh, check out what they do on yahelisrael.com. Uh, that's where you guys uh, are based on the web. It's a very, I've been on the website, it's very simple, very uh, elegant and user-friendly website. It has all the information uh, that, you, that you want about it, including a very comprehensive FAQ section, and uh, a lot of people you can see doing a lot of good work. Uh, Dana, thank you so much for being with us on the program today uh, and uh, please keep up the good work that you're doing thank you so much benji and come visit us when you're in israel yeah i'd love to do that and if you're a south african uh, you're a young person listening to this program or you're even an old person who uh, uh, wants to have a young person in your life have the opportunity to really make a difference so this is a, a fantastic program uh, and something i think that is definitely worthwhile uh, for us as south africans to be getting involved in so uh, yeah go have a look uh,